This is Zips Unlimited, a show about the University of Akron, its programs, its people, and its community. Zips Unlimited is produced by WZIP-FM. Hello and welcome to another episode of Zips Unlimited. My name is Chris Kepler. I'm the general manager here at WZIP, host of this show as well, as you know. Joining me today is Gianna Bozzelli. She's the team captain of the Akron Zips Racing Team. Also, Jared Sandrell is a, is a member of the team as well. Both are here in our studio. Welcome to Zips Unlimited and to WZIP. Thank you. Hello, thank you for having us. We've been hearing a lot, seeing a lot on social media about the Zips Racing Team, so I, I wanted to bring them in um, so we can learn kind of all about what, what Zips Racing Team is all about. Um, there was a trip to Europe, and we'll get to that. <laughs> that's, it I certainly mean, was. That's pretty cool. But before we get there, um, you know, when you hear Zips Racing Team, the first thing that would might come to mind is, what are you racing exactly? <laughs> and it's a car. It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I uh, just gave you a little background about it. Uh, Zips Racing is an engineering design team at the University of Akron within the engineering school, mm-hmm. where we build, design, and compete a small-scaled Formula One car essentially from the ground up and that's per regulations and rules that's given to us by uh, organizations like the Society of Automotive Engineers and the team itself is comprised of around 30 students Um, that's kind of like the core group we technically have around 70 according to our groups but uh, with that, we, we have that around here too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> little I call them my phantom members. Yes, yeah. exactly. We're like the fans, you know, yeah. <laughs> the groupies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we kind of we're on a one-year build each and every year. So each year is a new car, which is really an experience within itself. It's not easy, but it's definitely something that prepares you for the industry, and that's really what the team is kind of all about. At the end of the day, um, not only are you designing a performance car you're also kind of developing as performers yourself engineers mm-hmm. um i keep saying engineers but we also have people from all types of backgrounds all that's what i was colors. wondering because i mean it sounds like something way 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 over my head i don't even know i mean <laughs> is there a way that like somebody from school communication could they absolutely what can they do they yeah. probably, a lot of us probably don't know how to design a car yeah <laughs> absolutely. no or I, let alone build one that's right right yeah no i came in as a freshman and i knew absolutely nothing about cars i always like worked on stuff around the house with my dad so I knew how to use like tools and you know mm-hmm. power tools but I had no idea how to work on a car and yeah I mean it's anything that you want to know we could teach you so whether it's welding manufacturing um, car- carbon fiber we do all of our composites work ourselves um, so it's you know it's 100% designed by us and like 95% of it's manufactured by us we even tune our own engine so oh wow it's yeah it's really cool and like I said anything you want to learn by my second year I was the brakes lead so it's... yeah and I was I mean I couldn't help but think when I first heard about you know like literally building your own car I was thinking I mean not quite at this level <laughs> but like the soapbox derby car like kits mm-hmm. yeah you know what I mean and I, I <laughs> right. knew it was more than that but I don't think I realized it was to the degree that you're describing right yeah so. and honestly it's it's a it's difficult to fully understand it until you're actually in it mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. a lot of people will ask me about it and I can give my my whole spiel, uh, <laughs> what we are, who we what we do, um, but you t- essentially don't fully get the whole concept of it until you're there because it's at the end of the day it's really a, a team, it's a company. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned people that are not necessarily within the school of engineering. There's things that go on the team that are even beyond building the car. It's dealing with sponsorships, dealing with the budget, dealing with logistics within university, uh, recruitment, 
graphic design, the website. So really all people from all types of backgrounds are welcome. And even public speaking is welcome too, people in business. It's one of the events at our competition. So there's kind of two different groups, which is the static events and our dynamic events. And the goals for both of those is to score the most amount of points. And within your static events, you have your design event, but you also have cost and your business event. And that really deals a lot with the presentation skills of the car. So mm -hmm. cost of manufacturing, you have to go through logistically and price out every single piece on our car, including the labor that goes behind it. And I want to say our car right now, well, our most previous car, the past two were, I think, budgeted to be around $250,000. Yeah. Oh, yes. my I would say it's a, more, a little bit more than just a go-kart, to say the least. Yeah. Um, it, it has a lot of that stuff behind it logistically. And then you have your business presentation where they give you a prompt and you have to go into a, not, like a little, little office itself and you'll have a panel of judges. And these are people, people and professionals within the industry who will go and score you and they're essentially your audience. Mm -hmm. So with this, we have a lot of people that will come in from the business school and that have those good presentation skills, know what they're talking about, know a little bit about, about cars as well, and they give a presentation. And it's really essential that we score high points in those as well, not just with the performance of the so car. So this is not starting up this car and just <laughs> racing around a track and whoever wins, wins. No, I mean, it's not. That's part of it, but there's a lot more to it than that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but and that part, that part does yeah. exist, though. Yes. I mean, who gets to drive the car? It's all student-driven. Um, so, like, just the team, like, Gianna, are you the only one? Or do, I mean, do <laughs> no. other people get behind the wheel? I'm or? actually, I think, one of the only people on the team so far that hasn't driven the car, hasn't oh. been able to go in. Um, my Just every time we've had throw, thrown people in, I either wasn't there or the car kind of, like, stopped, stopped working for a second. Okay. So, um, I don't know, it's kind of ironic, I, but at the same time, I think I would much rather have my the first car I get in to be the one that I've led. So that's uh -huh. something I'm kind of looking forward to. Um, but yeah. Outside of competitions, though, do you, you know, can you use it? I don't mean like just to drive around Akron, but I mean <laughs> like we're because almost everybody who has a hand in it probably right. wants to try yeah, that. Absolutely. You know, yeah. did they get a chance? Most yeah. of them, I mean. Yeah, so we do go testing a lot, yeah. um, whether it's on campus or we have a sponsor that gives us a testing site. Um, but there's also like shootouts that we can go to. So there's events that are in it's, you know, Toronto and Pittsburgh, I think, are the two that usually we'll try and go to. Um, it's not an official event sanctioned by uh, like SAE, the governing body. But it's, you know, a lot of the teams will get together and go there and it's more laid back. You just kind of get to you know drive some laps around with your car. And, mm -hmm. and uh, so it's a lot of people can get in there. But, yeah, usually like testing is when we can throw more people in because we can spend however much time we want there's you know nothing but cones to hit so <laughs> <laughs> it's not you know no big deal if you know you put someone in and they spin it out which i've done but yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy those cars are you know we have a full aero package and everything so it's super planted to the ground i mean zero to 60 in a little over three seconds they're so light the car's only like you know 300 400 pounds without a driver um so it's you can really carry that speed you turn the wheel and it's planted it'll just go so it's uh, very responsive, but not. Uh, it's it's hard to drive when you're. First that, I was just going to ask: yeah. Is it if you're what not kind of experience our, is yeah. that if you're? Yeah, if you're not one of like the competition drivers and you're just getting in, it's it's hard. It's it's overwhelming. But our our competition drivers, we get them a good amount of experience, and and they do very well when we mm -hmm. put them in and don't crack under the pressure. So. Right. I, I would imagine that um, you know if you've been part of the team in the past. 
um, whatever whatever that particular car was, because you said you start over every year. Mm-hmm. But I would imagine you're thinking like, well, hey, you know, based on last year's car, let's let's kind of repeat these mm-hmm. these things here. But I'd really like to add a such and such or yeah. do a whatever to to maybe make it better, not just cooler, but yeah, winnable. exactly. <laughs> that's Absolutely. that's the whole thing. I mean, we. We build a new car every year, but it's an iterative design process. So mm-hmm. it's not like we, you know, completely forget everything that happened in the last 32, 33 years of our existence. We'll Did they throw back. new things at you, like as far as yeah. the parameters and say, yes. oh, this year you have yes. to do this instead of that? Yeah. Yes. Kind of, okay. Yeah. Um, they, they do change the rules. Usually it's like safety related, uh, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Our goal usually every year is to be responsible for a new rule change because, you know, you're, it's racing. You're always pushing the limit on what you can do. Mm-hmm. So... Um, you always want to make sure that you're really pushing that envelope and, you know, <laughs> get those, yeah, get those outside the box creativity points and, and optimizing everything. Yeah. But yeah, it's, we'll kind of look at the previous car, see what worked, see what didn't, and then we'll change what <laughs> didn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's truly just about engineering practices when it comes down to that. And that's, what's so special about the team is you're, you're incorporating those types of practices that will not only do well on the team but will advance you in your career and that's why actually a lot of uh, employers like people on our team they like people that were on design teams because you're designing according to regulations but also uh, because we've had so many iterations uh, we, we don't start from scratch every year for uncertain things that's for a good purpose and it's because some things can be reverse engineered um, if we need if something doesn't necessarily make sense to completely redo we won't do that because our resources and our time. Sense, right. right. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of planning that goes behind it. And sometimes we have parts on the card that honestly are just really optimized to what we're going for. And we won't necessarily mess with it because if it works and it's reliable, that's one of our goals is to have a reliable car. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want a safe car. We want to put our drivers behind something that they feel they're comfortable in and that can also perform well at the end of the day. And so there are some times where we go back to a car that we've worked on before and we've taken some parts off of it because it just worked. And that's all, honestly a good thing, too, because we're also working within a budget that's mm-hmm. given to us. And but and those are all things that are going to be part of your life as yes. an engineer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is paying yeah. attention to the budget and yes. not reinventing something that doesn't need reinvented. Right. And, exactly. and the critical thinking skills, really, that go behind yes. all of that stuff mm-hmm. exactly. has got to be attractive to, it is. to, Definitely. to employers. Yeah. And we've a lot of us on our teams have... I mean, thankfully, and we've also worked for it, is we've worked with, we work with some top companies, and some of our uh, members on our team are at them currently, and you hear nothing but good things about them. And even when you get there, I, one trend that we always see is we kind of, when we, as soon as we get there, we're ready to hit the ground running. Um, we're always students that have always accelerated within those jobs. We do a good job of always getting some feedback from them, and because not only, you know, as a captain, as a leader, um, not only do I want to produce a really well car or a really well done car but also Mm -hmm. I want to help the individuals on the team develop Um, that's something personally that I always enjoyed is the development and helping others and seeing that on the team as well and how they do in the future is something that is really important to me and I think it shows a lot especially behind our team ethic that's Gianna Bazzelli talking she's team captain of Akron Zips Racing also Jared Sandrell is here and uh, we're talking all about the team and the design process where are we right now in the process we're Pretty much in the beginning of the fall semester. What does mm-hmm. that mean for you? So at Zips Racing, in the fall semester, we are working currently with our designs for the upcoming car. Uh, normally, we push that back. It will start earlier, back in, into the summer. But because we ended up into one of – we went to Europe for some of our competitions, 
our, the design season was kind of pushed back a little bit. So now we're kind of in the full-fledged design season, getting mm -hmm. things going, really uh, chopping away at it. So that's where we are currently. And then once this season's over, around November, December, we'll start into the build and manufacturing of the car. And once that's completed, which will be towards the beginning, hopefully middle of the second semester, uh, that's when testing of the car will begin. And once the semester's over, our first competition usually comes into play. Which so the actual season is basically in the summer. Yes. Okay. Yes, essentially. Mm -hmm. yes. How many schools are you typically competing against, or how many other teams? Do you know? So in Michigan, there's about 120 teams. Oh, That's okay. pretty much all the uh, combustion teams throughout the United States. There's also electric teams, but they have a separate event. Um, but, yeah, it's the competitions themselves are a little bit smaller mm -hmm. in Europe, but there's yes. still a lot of teams. Right. So it really just depends on the competition itself. Um, because in the United States, there's normally either one or two. Right now, we're only really seeing one competition per season in the U.S. It's around. It's going to be a bigger uh, showing, so mm -hmm. around 120, like he said. Uh, we came into, I think, 12th place. Yep. Uh, that does. I know it sounds to be pretty good, but at Zips Racing, we always strive to be the best, and we're definitely a top five, if not top three team, so um, that's usually where you can see us, and you definitely will see us in this future, because that's what we're meant for. Um, heading over to Europe, some of the, there's a lot more competition, so you have more of a selection, and that doesn't always mean you'll get that same number of people there. Uh, with that being said, the, the competition's better out there. It is definitely... Uh, Meaning it's... More I don't know, established. Just, okay. Um, I would say Europe is the heart of motorsports for absolutely, especially within Formula One. Formula One's kind of growing over here within the United States, especially that type of driving and uh, that type of car. So going over there, we're definitely the odd men out. Uh, it was quite a sight to see, and it was it was a lot of fun to represent the U.S. in the in Europe. But it is a different type of competition mm -hmm. uh, here. In the states, it's more of you see a lot of startup teams uh, because what I've noticed is the ways that they have their kind of universities and the students, like their age demographic, is a little bit different in Europe. So you have you're going against a lot of students who are older. Um, we've worked with people and we went against some teams where they had individuals that were 25, mm -hmm. and it's it's kind of intimidating because we're from. 18 to 22 year olds and we're still doing really well so it's uh definitely a really special thing that we have going on here in akron with our team but i, I thought i read somewhere that you did quite well with yes. the competition yes. in europe yes mm -hmm. so uh to give a little brief update about what happened in europe so we went to three competitions our first one was in austria that was at the red bull ring and that was a beautiful place to be it was a hard competition we didn't do the best there but with that being said we learned a lot our first competition, we were expecting it to be kind of the harder one where you're kind of getting your feet wet. You're starting to understand the whole layout of how things work over in Europe. And we got, I believe, 10th overall there. There were some failures, but those were failures that I believe really helped us at the end of the day because following that competition was our next one, which was in Budapest, Hungary at the Hungaro Ring. And these are all at Formula One tracks, I may add. So it was pretty cool to see that. Um, there we did the best out of all the competitions, and we actually got third overall. And that was really something that was a special moment on our team um, to see kind of all of this come into fruition and the work really paid off because we know what we're capable of and we know that we're, we can blow all these teams out of the water. And really just coming in, uh, young members, young leads coming in and doing that is something that is a really big 
it's like you should pat yourself on the back for that because that's a feat within itself. Mm-hmm. Having 18 to 22 year olds uh, hoisting up trophies in front of the faces of people that are like 25 and have been doing it for eight years is it's pretty fun. Um, and then following that, what were the looks on their faces? <laughs> some of them, honestly, some people were Little, chanting USA. A okay. lot of people liked That's us. Great. We had a really big fan base. We met a lot of friends, which was nice. Some people so didn't they weren't like hating us. on you for beating them. No, the first time <laughs> they, we definitely had to prove ourselves. We definitely had to come up and show. They thought I heard a lot of feedback that they thought we weren't going to be that good. Okay. Um, but we definitely showed them, and that's where we're meant to be. We designed our car to actually compete in Europe. So I think we definitely proved that. And then finally, our last competition in Europe was in Germany in Hockenheim at the Hockenheim Ring. And there we got ninth overall. Um, not, it wasn't, a, we didn't do terribly, but we also didn't do as well as we could have done. There were some things that went wrong, uh, some bumps in the road that we've never experienced before. But at the end of the day, it was a win in my eyes for not only just the team but the people on the team uh seeing the confidence levels from on the of the people on the team from the beginning of the trip towards the end was a drastic change and that's what's making me most excited for this upcoming year is just the true leadership coming in behind those people Mm -hmm. and how strong they are now and so i'm really excited to see what we'll do so we did say some things went wrong or or you know there were some fails or whatnot i mean is that a problem on, like, the track, or is it other stuff? Kind of both, actually. Okay. So, okay. Um, for example, some things can break. Yeah, uh, and that, had, and that ha- if you watch any kind of racing, right. it happens. I mean, right. Mm-hmm. In Austria, it was, it was a pretty rough competition, but it was honestly impressive to see. Uh, we have something on our car called a knuckle, which is, uh, I believe it's made out of aluminum? Or yeah, it was, so it's... it's aluminum and it holds the suspension arms onto the car and it's pretty essential item to yeah. have because it keeps like it, it. Yeah. Right. yes <laughs> and we have to go through a thing called a brakes test where you, all four of your tires have to lock up now this is some this is a test where it's like a pre-qualifying to compete so it's testing the safety of the car so th- there's all these logistics that go into play to be able to compete mm-hmm. and during that test the knuckle snapped off so this whole piece the aluminum part which was machined and made by us broke and normally for a lot of teams, that's the end of the competition for you. Um, but not us. I think we're really the essence of grit and determination. Um, probably the most impressive thing I've ever seen go on. We were able to manufacture and make a new knuckle within t- and put it back on the car and back through the brakes test within two hours. Hmm. And it was really amazing to see these kids pull up their laptops in the middle of nowhere, designing this part again, drawing it out on napkins, uh, taking sheets of our aluminum that we bring as stock in case those things do happen, running back and forth to these welding areas, getting it done, and just the teamwork that went behind it. We even had to reach out to people on the other team to help weld the part together, and we threw it back on, and we made it through. And probably with language barriers yes. on top of all of this. <laughs> yes. Uh, surpri- I, a lot of people, thankfully, do speak some yeah. English there. But it was actually. But it's not pretty the same big, as Akron, right? Maybe. <laughs> nope. A lot of Google Translate was going on. Yeah. But yes, that was probably one of our biggest fails. But I think one of our biggest successes at the same time. Yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, do you have to? Did, did you have to qualify for any of the competitions, or 
Yeah. Okay. So for for Michigan to get in, we pretty much just have to sign up and be one of the first teams to sign up. Mm-hmm. For the European competitions, there's actually engineering exams we have to take. So we all take it together as a team, but it's on European time. So it's like a random February at 2 in the morning. We'll show up <laughs> in the shop and take exams for the next 12 hours. We'll take as many exams as we can. Um, and it's, you know, some of them are simpler questions, like, you know, maybe a Calc 1, Calc 2 physics kind of question. And then some of them are like, you know, fourth, fifth year classes like system dynamics and response where it's like you have like a three-legged cat walking down a track and it's wagging its tail and you have to figure out if it's going to fall over when it moves a certain point. And it's like ridiculous questions. (laughs) And it's just, you know, a bunch of us sitting at, you know, three in the morning trying to (laughs) do the math on this. But it's a lot of fun. That's honestly one of my favorite things to do, which sounds crazy, Uh, but just coming together with everyone and taking all these quizzes. And we qualified for more than the three competitions mm-hmm. that we actually attended. Um, I'm sure time just, and money get in the way. Yeah. Right, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice <laughs> to just spend, you know, a couple of months in Europe yeah. and all over and, yeah. yeah. Right. That, that was a, that's always an interesting too, or an interesting thing to talk about as well as uh, when people ask, oh, I heard you're going to Europe and it's, you have to explain what for. And or when people when we came back and people would ask me about it, I was like, yeah, no, I basically just worked the entire time. I slept in a tent for half of it. I uh, <laughs> was just on the floors and we were building cars, racing cars and did some sightseeing. But it was mainly it was kind of more of a business trip than that's anything. Your, that's your fun, though. Yes, I mean, that's, it was. Absolutely you know, you probably would rather do that than go yes. on a hike or lay on a beach. Yes. So. Absolutely. Good. Good stories there. There's some definitely some good stories behind it. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Now, people who if, – if somebody's part of the University of Akron, they just contact somebody in engineering and start asking questions, and they can find out how to be a part of it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. so we are pretty much 24-7 down in the shop. Maybe not as much on Sundays, but if you go to ASEC A108, that's where our shop is in the design center. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, if you ask around, it's – you know, we have a very open-door policy. You can come in. We'll put a wrench in your hands no matter <laughs> who you are doesn't matter, like I said, prior experience, doesn't matter major, doesn't matter time commitment. I know a lot of us leads will spend at least 40 hours a week in the shop, mm-hmm. but that's not at all a requirement. Right. Um, now, prior to this, where did you see your careers going? Like, what, what kind <laughs> of context did you want to apply to engineering or... I So I've always been interested in cars. Um, my, my uncle works at Honda, and that's actually how I decided I wanted to do mechanical engineering. Mm-hmm. I did a career shadowing event in high school where I went and I got to see what he did. Um, and he did a lot of stuff with like testing uh, for recalls. Um, so once I saw that, I was like, you know, engineering, mechanical engineering is definitely the way to go. Um, and then when I was looking around at schools, Akron's formula student team was one of the top teams that I had seen. Um, I would argue the top team that I'd seen. The only other school that really had one that they advertised was Ohio State. Um, and, you know, Akron really stood out as, you know, I want to go to Akron, I want to join Zips Racing. And, I mean, on top of that, you know, the engineering program here is very well known, and yeah. and there's a lot going on around here. you got, you know, tons of big companies in Akron and Cleveland. But, yeah, I, I knew going into school here that I wanted to join the team. So, so the team isn't influencing your career. Your career choice is what brought you yeah, to begin with. Yeah, you can say with. that. Yeah. Well, Johnny, what were you going to do? are gonna do <laughs> actually I think mine mine's a little interesting I actually started my first year I came to Akron because I was on the women's lacrosse team my freshman year um played there and I think if you were to ask me five or you told me five years ago today or not today but that I was going to be doing this instead of that I would have said what went wrong like what happened <laughs> and uh so basically I did that year uh played on the team decided 
I wanted to focus on engineering more. Just wasn't my heart wasn't there anymore for it. And I remember taking a tour of our uh, team here in the shop, and I was, you know, maybe I'll kind of go check it out again. And I just kind of it was I don't exactly remember how I started just coming down. I just I think just came down and started sitting there. And then uh, I, one of the older members who graduated already. He ended up calling me one day and asked me to go on a trip to help make some carbon fiber parts. And I was just sitting there. I was like, you know what? Sure, I'll do it. And from there, it just kind of went on. The ball started rolling. And ever since then, I've just been coming down more and more. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing that's kind of interesting is I've actually never been a lead on the team. I just kind of went from general member right to the team captain part. Um, so not the conventional way, but it's it's a way. And I think it was pretty interesting. So you were, I, you were an engineering student all along, though. I, yes, I was yeah. always an engineering student. And so I didn't know really anything about cars. My parents were both in uh, business and communication, so they didn't have a background either. I've always had interest in just tinkering. I was a big mm -hmm. Lego kid. Um, <laughs> but my main goal is always to change the world. I'm not really sure what industry I wanted to go into, and I still don't really okay. know. I, I was wondering if now you, you're wanting to go into something where you can apply the engineering, kind of what you're doing now. Absolutely. You know, whether it's Formula One or it's some other you know, type right. of, of vehicle you know, design and, and engineering. Right. Um, I, one of my goals is to own my own company one day, or at least be the head of one. Mm -hmm. uh, I would love to lead, uh, see, work with a company that changes the world, really makes a true difference. And I think right now my position, I'm doing a little bit less engineering, but it's, I'm learning a lot about people management and project management. And I think it's really something that's interesting because it's foreshadowing, hopefully, uh, what I could possibly be doing in the future and being maybe a chief engineer somewhere or someone that's overseeing those types of projects. And that's something that I'm, it's, it's hard. It's not easy at all. It's, it's a lot, it's very stressful, but it's something that I truly believe it's helping me grow. I've learned so much over the past couple months now in my role, and I'm really excited for the future. Zips Unlimited can be heard each Saturday at noon on 88.1 WZIP FM. Z. 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 Z.